What's up, dude? Dude, what's up? It's, it's my boy Keaton. He's in the basement. We're chilling, just the two of us. Uh, thanks for joining the show. Man, I'm just so excited to be here. I love, love, love joining this podcast. That's why we do it, you know? It's just fun to do. Yeah, and just alphaing Braden, just always keeping him guessing, like, is he replaceable? Is he not? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> just kidding, Braden. Just kidding. Wow, those are fighting words. <laughs> we'll save it for water talk trash. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have you two face off at the end of the year to see who's going to be the co-host next year. <laughs> <laughs> Battle to the death. Yeah. Well, um, Keaton, football's here. Basketball just started. I'm a Wolves guy. You're a Lakers guy. Well, let's correct some things. I am a Lakers guy, but you know that I'm a Lakers guy. Because I'm a Kobe guy. Right. Through and like through. Like me and Garrett are LeBron guys through and through. Right. So now I do cheer for the Lakers. I cheer for the championship. I have the championship t-shirt Duh. from their Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> but I love the Timberwolves. I have some concerns already, like three or four games <laughs> in. I'm just, what the heck is going on? Listen, we're, we're back to three and two. We play the 0-4 Lakers tomorrow night. Yep. I mean, you win that, you're four and two. You forget about those first few bad games of the year. You know, the Wolves are going to get better as the season goes on. Are the Lakers? No, <laughs> they're horrendous. Um, Russell Westbrook, first of all, I think it's unfair how everybody treats Russell Westbrook. Wow, I've treated him like this for 10 years That's and I'm true. finally vindicated. <laughs> oh, but man. you've treated him like he performed this way for the last 10 years, and that has not been the case for the last. 18 to 24 months, he has been atrocious. Probably the worst player per dollar in the NBA. Oh, he's by far, by <laughs> far and away been the worst player. Oh, well, you could make the, no, actually you could make the argument that John Wall was actually worth more not playing. Right. Than um, Russ was playing. Yeah, which is really bad. But, uh, you know, he, he needs to, realistically, if he went back to OKC, where they have no talent, they're, they're desolate of, of established talent. And he could just run around and hang out and get his get his Triple shine. doubles. Yeah, get his shine, not make the playoffs, and then fade <laughs> to black or, you know, go on a vet minimum to some team later that tells him he's going to be a bench player. <laughs> that would be great for him. Yeah, that, his, his career is winding down. He, which is the same for all these guys. So let's just, let's move to football. You're right. This football is a fantasy football podcast. Got Keaton here. Uh He's one of my, my co-serial uh, connoisseurs out here. And so for our uh, munchie segment tonight, we've got a little bit of a serial combination extravaganza lined up for you. So stay tuned for that. But uh, it's it's time to get into our puff puff pieces. Um, stories that kind of stood out over the last week. And man, there's been a lot of news since we last recorded. Um, just today on Thursday... Uh, Kadarius Tony was traded to the Chiefs for a third and a sixth. Um, I immediately added him within five seconds in all of my leagues because I'm a <laughs> Kadarius Tony stan. Well, he's been the he's been the best player on the Giants from a weapon standpoint outside of Saquon. I when guess. he's healthy, when he's healthy, which has been few and far between. So yeah. I like the move. I think it's great. Yeah, Jamar Chase is now out four to six weeks with a hip injury. Probably going on IR. You're you're a Chase owner. Oh no! Whatever <laughs> will I do? Do I play DK Metcalf when he comes back healthy? Oh wait, DeAndre Hopkins. I forgot. How do you? 
who has these guys? Like, who's your other wide receiver one? Oh, is it Stephon Diggs? Like oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you're, if you're embarrassingly, embarrassingly rich with wide receivers, it's fine. But uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins' value go up. And then, I'm obviously, we're tiptoeing around it, but Christian McCaffrey was traded to the Niners like an hour after our podcast posted <laughs> – or we recorded last Thursday. So, And I made that huge trade with Garrett last week where I, I traded him Christian McCaffrey in a Derrick Henry swap. And now he goes to the Niners. What's his fantasy outlook? We got to see him for a game. Is, he, is it higher, lower, better, worse? What are you thinking? Well, I think he's – honestly, I think he's going to have a great week this week. Um, my bigger concern for him is the Elijah Mitchell return, and that's a dynamic committee when that eventually happens. So you obviously have two. Those are your two of your better weapons with Debo, of course. Ayuk is going to be a non-factor. But those two guys, how do they complement and how do they compete with one another is the real question. Yeah, I think I think his ceiling or his, his likelihood to be the number one back on the season increases by getting – just those high quality touches in San Fran. But I also think he's going to get injured because he's now a San Francisco running back and he's Christian McCaffrey. So like, <laughs> don't put that double whammy on him, Ricky Bobby. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. We'll be checking in on, on the trade. And if, if me or Garrett sold our season away, <laughs> um, other just quick things that happened over last week, James Robinson was traded the jets. He's supposed to be in a 50, 50 split with Michael Carter. Um, and Matt Ryan was benched. For Sam Ellinger, um, so that uh, that indie offense is going to really rely on Jonathan Taylor because I think Michael Pittman's value goes down, and all those other guys have been catching passes. Their value's plummeted. So I I think the James Robinson trade. I mean, a six round pick. I, I understand they're running backs in the NFL, but he might after two or three weeks now he might be a dude. Uh, I mean, his value goes up. Twelve dude. Um, in that system, I don't think they were convinced with Michael Carter. Although Michael Carter is very talented, um, I just think he—I think he has a chance to be a, a top twelve guy, like at the end of the year. I, I really think he has a chance to push it. And and it's a chance for James Robinson to earn money. If the players that are on their contract years this year are balling out so far, balling. so um, yeah, I think that's a an interesting move, but. I had one stupid headline about Russ Wilson, uh, the second worst Russ in the world. I don't know. They're both they're, they're battling for it this year. But I just want to read this quote just to get it out there, and we'll move on. Um, Russell Wilson, um, he worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the flight from Denver to London. Uh, he said he was doing high knees in the aisle while the rest of the guys were asleep. Animal. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but it's like he's trying to do the most football-related things you could do without doing actual football activities, if that makes sense. He is tanking that franchise, and I am here for it. I, I don't – would you – okay, straight up. If you could have Russell Wilson on your franchise or Russell Westbrook on your franchise, based on where they're at today – In 2022, I would – Oh, so tough. so Russell Wilson on the Vikings. I would much rather have or Kirk <laughs> or Russell or Westbrook. Russell Westbrook on the Timberwolves. On the Timberwolves. Oh no, both teams immediately missed the playoffs. <laughs> 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 uh, I guess in that scenario, I choose the Timberwolves because the Vikings are off to a five and one start. I can't have us miss the playoffs this year. Um, that's the that's the first nice thing you've ever said about Russell Westbrook. 
Honestly, his first nice thing I've said about him since high school. We got it on camp. We got it on tape. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, looking at the waivers this week, there wasn't much to, to go off. I mean, there was some good names to be had. There's guys available in leagues, but uh, guys that we saw get picked up or dropped. You got Michael Carter for big bucks. I got George Pickens for a, you know a decent chunk of change. Um, do we do we like our moves or or were they a little bit aggressive? Well. I can tell you straightforward that my move was a move out of luxury. Obviously, my roster is very, very deep and give me some leagues. So going after a guy who's going to be a starter this week is really a trade chip more than anything. Um, and I spent the money to go get him. You know, I got laughed at for the Njoku pick for another $31, and he's panned out to be a very viable starter. So I feel good about the Michael Carter pick. I don't assume he will be on my roster. You know what's crazy is I actually had a trade out. Michael Carter for Aaron Rodgers last week, just so I had a starting quarterback oh. during my Jalen Hurts. He was dropped, and you got him back. And I dropped him, got him back. So he actually cost <laughs> me a lot more money, but it's it's fine. Hey, that's all right. Um, yeah, no, I think that that um, George Pickens, him with Kenny Pickett, they're going to be a dynamic duo at, like for years to come. I love what I'm seeing just developing from those two rookies. So from a dynasty perspective, I like what you did with George Pickens. I was a fan from the beginning. We yep. talked about this trade a long time ago. I like George Pickens. You know, it's one of those situations where he just has to continue to develop. You hope that he continues to elevate. Um, I think he's going to be a, a dude next year. I really do. Yeah. And I mean, he could win people championships this year. That's a little bit of a high ceiling just given Pittsburgh's struggles so far this year, but uh, he's put together some good games, so we'd love to see it. Um, that's that's all I got for updates. I think we're ready to get into our uh, our budding star segment. Yeah, um, yeah, let's get into it. Sweet. So this is where we uh, we talk about guys that we think you should pick up and stash um, that might break out this week, or um, they're they're going to have you know good good future prospects. So. Um, we identified a guy that's owned in less than 50% of leagues, less than 25% of leagues. Um, so tell me, Keaton, who's your guy that you, you think is worthy of a stash here that's owned in less than 50% of leagues? Yeah. So I'm, I'm working on some analytics, um, as far as how this all works out. There's, there's obviously value in having a quarterback that played college with the wide receiver, but I also think that there is significant value and rapport that's built with a backup receiver that works with a backup quarterback. So oh, like Alec, Alec Pierce is my guy that I've got on the list this week, uh, owning under 50% of leagues. He's obviously shown that he's got some talent. Um, he's been a number, he was a number two. He started as a number two on their, on their, on their roster. Sam Ellinger is going to have a little bit of rapport with him. I think he's going to be his guy to start the, to start his career in the NFL. So you're a, you're a sell on uh, Michael Pittman then. I'm not a sell on Michael Pittman. I'm, I've never been sold on Michael Pittman. I wasn't last year. I'm still not this year. Um, I just, I don't think the talent is elite. I think he needs 12 targets to be just moderately like to be effective. Okay. Yeah. No, middle of the road kind of guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I had a different guy lined up earlier today. Uh, for my uh, budding star, less than 50% owned. But I had to change it because it is Kadarius Tony, <laughs> Kansas City Chief, second-year wide receiver, elite talent who just has dealt with injury. And uh, as soon as he got traded, he uh, he tweets out, like someone was tweeting at him, too bad you're always hurt, whatever. He goes, nah, I'm, I'm like perfectly healthy now. <laughs> it's like, oh, as soon as you get traded, now you're healthy. He's like, <laughs> all right. 
This, but this dude's an animal, and if he somehow gets that Tyreek Hill role, that's like the holy grail of fantasy football. Um, yeah, you want that on your team. That he could easily be a league winner if he gets volume in that KC offense. That's my only concern with him, and they've shown uh, they've shown a, a high tendency to spread the ball around. Obviously, Travis Kelsey's the guy, um, but who's running deep routes? Who's running shallow routes? Who's catching? Who's getting targets? It's been. Outside of outside of Kelsey, it's been pretty even. So it'll be interesting to see. And candidly, as much as I love the Kadarius Tony move, Nico Hartman is who they thought was going to be the eventual Tyreek Hill yeah, for the Hill. last like four years, right? Every single year. So that's my <laughs> biggest concern. Is and he just had a twenty point week last week. Finally, four targets, four catches, like eighty yards, two catches, twenty yards, and two touchdowns. Like I think he had three touchdowns mm-hmm. last week. Crazy. But no, nah, that's going to be Kadarius Tony going forward. The guy I have picked, I don't like to do this. Uh, the, my, my less than 25% guy is someone I've mentioned before. It's Kyron Williams, LA Rams running back, rookie. He was supposed to be the starter before he got injured. Um, and now he's finally coming back from his injury. He's, he's out this week. Coaches said maybe he's back next week. But I just think that, that Daryl Henderson is a jag. And when he puts up another three yards per carry on 12 carries performance this week um, against the Niners, Kyron Williams is going to come back into the offense against an easier team and, and own that backfield. I, I really like him, and that's why I traded away Daryl Henderson with Garrett last week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I loved that move. I've never been a Hendo <laughs> fan, so I was I was proud of you for for getting rid of him for some value. Yeah. Um. Since I would not trade you anything for him ever, I was almost gonna drop his ass. I still have more value in Cam Akers than I do in Hendo. Uh, but no, I you know I think there's actually a lot of guys on the under twenty five percent list that are interesting. A ton. Um, interesting, right? Because when we're talking about like. And Odell Beckham, obviously, he gets picked up. He is an elite talent. He will immediately be added in your fantasy league as soon as Correct. he signs with the team. Correct. You just don't know when he's going to sign, but he's he's worthy of a stash. Yeah, but you can't stash him in an IR spot, obviously, and nope. that that you know that that obviously holds people back. Rashad White's another guy I think it's very interesting, um, but I think the Tampa Bay Buc- Buccaneers can't go away from Lenny at this point in there where they're at. My guy though, Jameson Williams. I firmly believe that Amon Amon Ross St. Brown is the counter to who Jameson Williams will be, much like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are in their offense. And as soon as he steps on the field, they are going to feed him targets. You have to remember, the Lions moved up to jump the Eagles to go get him from 32 to 12. A win-win trade. Well, the Eagles did just fine. <laughs> but no, I love that pick. A twenty jump move. They the the franchise obviously in disarray. Um, but they're trying to put stuff on film for guys that are that are that they're investing in their future. And I believe that James Williams will be a absolute star, at least from a depth of target and amount of targets that he gets. I stashed him in the Gimme Some League before week one, and I've held him these seven weeks, and I'm ready to unleash him. Mm-hmm. I, I I've got high hopes because of uh, my terrible week. Uh, I lost Brees Hall. I can't believe I skipped over this till now. Guys, I lost Brees Hall. I lost Mike Williams. Lost Alan Lazard. Uh, I mean, Brees is out for the year. Mike Williams is out four to eight weeks. Lazard, he's missing this week at least. I mean, and then I lost. Oh, my God. I lost to Matt 
putting up the dustiest lineup I've ever seen. I lost by 0.4 points because the Patriots defense that I bid Matt outbid Matt by $1 to get only put up four points against the Bears, and I needed five. Yeah, you're in purgatory, my friend. That's your second loss this year uh, by a tight margin. I don't know if you remember your other one that you lost. By uh, .1? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. That was in a different league. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Jameson Williams, he's a stash. I don't want to talk about any of this anymore. <laughs> I think the actually the biggest disappointment last week Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. Yeah, 0.4 <laughs> points after I just trade Kelsey for him. Yeah, that and was tough. Yeah, it's, I was projected to win by 30 before the week, which is unheard of. It's never more than 15 like in a pre-projection. So it's like he was projected like 85, and I was like 119. It, I, <laughs> I lost. <laughs> and now I need to scramble to make the playoffs. But, before but we stand strong. Before your trade. Garrett and I were on talks in that trade on the backside. Yeah. So you stole Mark Andrews from me. Oh. Um, for which I ended up having uh, much better Joku go yeah. and, and have just a fine week. But so, now he's out this week. Yeah, but I was just he was just a placeholder yeah. for Dallas Goddard, who I've been a big stand yeah. on for a long time. So as always, but <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, this is, I mean. The most insightful segment, I think. It's it's our who's higher section. So we're, we're doing a little trade advice, a little value check on players. Um, kind of know what, we did, what would you have to trade to get them or what would you give up for them. Um, and so, Keaton, do you want to kick us off with a guy that you think is kind of rising, maybe a sell high? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know Braden makes a little reference to this later on. Um haven't been a huge fan, um, and it's not due to him, but DJ Moore, I think, is a guy that you sell high on at this point. Um, I don't think he's a, a top-tier wide receiver. I don't think he's built to, to do that. I And I truly believe that the Panthers are playing on this euphoric high right now. Um, eventually, they're going to come back to earth. And that's no slander on P.J. Walker, who has an incredible story, uh, but he is not – an NFL caliber starter for a long time. So eventually they're going to come back to earth. Um, I think the targets are going to fall. I think the offense is just going to kind of crumble at its feet. Um, They're trying to get a top pick in the draft. DJ Moore, I think his value is as high as it is going to get. He's coming off of a high target share right now. Ditch him, especially if you have another receiver to make up. All right. So you wouldn't want to even buy him on any team. You don't want to own DJ Moore the rest of the year? I I don't want to own DJ Moore. Okay. So if I'm, let's say I do, and you you have DJ Moore, um, let's say I offer you James Robinson. Mm. I, I like that. I like that trade. You know, it's, it's unknowns for both of them, but like you could you could make the argument that the ceiling's higher for either one. Yeah, um, without the standard uh, caveat to how your roster is built out, I think if you have a guy that can play this week as your starting running back outside of James Robinson, I think that's a, a fair value. And then if you needed a wide receiver instead, would you trade DJ Moore for... I don't know, Terry McLaurin? I mean, I'm a big proponent of if you're going to sell high on somebody and you have you think that they're valued high, I would probably shoot a little bit higher than that. Sure. Maybe my push is more in the Chris Olave 
type of realm, right? He, you know, sitting at wide receiver seventeen. I don't know now. a single Olave owner who's trying to who's get trying rid of to him. Get rid of him, right? But you try and build a trade around that um, similar value, similar target share type of mentality. That's probably where my mind would go with it. Yeah, I think he's he's a great candidate for for sell high. But this next guy is curious if he's a buy high or a sell high. <laughs> I wanted to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he finally got back from his six game suspension, and then he gets hyper targeted, puts up a monster first game, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that I would be willing to try to buy him if I have, you know, two guys that I think. Are, are worth trading like a two for one to go up and get DeAndre. Yeah. Um, but as a DeAndre owner, I want to figure out where's that value? What <laughs> kind it? of guys could I offer that you would be interested in making the deal for? Yeah. Um, I, for me personally, my roster is, is healthy right now outside of Jamar Chase getting hurt, which having DeAndre Hopkins as your wide receiver too is a, is a luxury. I think he's, Right now, the value is so high. You saw the offense run at a much different clip with him on the in the lineup, and people for people tend to forget for some reason that he's an elite wide receiver, elite yeah. fantasy wide receiver. So, I'm thinking he's a top he's a top ten running back type guy. He's a he's a swap in that. What if what if I offer you Ramondre Stevenson, and you and you want a running back? Say Ramondre would be. Easily your number two back, maybe maybe your number one back. Ramondre is interesting. The only problem with that is you deal with the, the Patriots offense, which can tend to move in in odd directions that are unforecastable by the fantasy owners. I think um, Aaron Jones is a guy who's on that who's on that list. Would um, you need Aaron Jones plus, or do you think that's an even swap? Aaron Jones for DeAndre Hopkins. I think there's. I think there's there's. Depends on how if you're depends on if, if, if you're trying to buy or if you're trying to sell. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that answer alone says that they're pretty even, but you could be talked into maybe giving up a small little more or something. I, I mean, you know, you talk about a guy like Aaron Jones; he's on the low end right now. Um, so there's definitely a, a, a thing to a feeling to add. Um, but you know, I think I think you start talking about, and I don't think Josh Jacobs is available by anybody, but I think you could parlay it parlay a DeAndre Hopkins plus. What about Ramondre Stevenson and DeAndre Hopkins to go get Josh Jacobs? See, now we're, and and let me hit you with this, DJ Moore, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, DeAndre Hopkins. Which side would I rather have? I mean, Josh Jacobs right now, because he's balling. But, I mean, if he comes back to reality a little bit, I think those values are really close. And he's got, and he had three touchdowns. Great against the Texans. That's yeah. to be expected. Right. right? He's not going to do that every week. He's not, Correct. They're going to game plan to shut him down. He's not going to get 25 points every week. No running back does. Correct. Except for maybe McCaffrey or Henry or Brees Hall. Who knows? Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let, let's talk about a guy who's, who's maybe falling, potential buy low or maybe even a sell low. Um, who's the guy that you wanted to get the value on this week? I think the value... Depending again, depending on where the, the owner's in, I I think DeAndre Swift is on my low end, right? I mean, he's got two injuries that have kept him out for many many weeks. So the owner knows that they're valuable, but if you're sitting at the middle of the road, you need a starting running back, and that was your guy that you drafted in the second round. Yep. Uh, 
I mean, are you going to wait? Are you going to continue to take losses on him? But realistically, the Detroit offense runs, they run the ball, they give him touches, they know he's dynamic. Again, much like Jameson Williams, get your playmakers the ball that are going to be there for next year. And I think he still has high value for the rest of the year as a playoff run. Now, what would your offer be to buy my Mm. DeAndre Swift? That's such a unique I mean, this would probably be a two-for-one situation. My team is pretty bad because DeAndre Swift's been out all year. So, you know, maybe I'm sitting at two and five, and I really need to win this week, and I need two guys for my one DeAndre Swift. Yeah. What what are what are you offering? Such a tough question. Um, I think if you're and I'm looking at my own roster in this situation, just through that lens, I think a uh, assuming he's playing, I think a, a DK Metcalf might engage the conversation. He's had two bad weeks, but he's had he's got big targets. Yep. Um, I think that level of player you're talking a wide receiver ten through. 15? Yeah. Low end one, high end two. I think Olave. I think straight Olave, up. Is that your offer? I think Olave could get it done. Okay. Lots I, of targets. I think that, that yeah, absolutely. Olave could get it done. Olave could get it done. Um, again, you're you're giving up a guy who could be, who easily could have been RB4 this mm-hmm. year. Um, so you, you need some high value there. No, I, I think if you target those, those high upside wide receivers that you mentioned, um, that, like hopefully those receivers continue to get better at the end of the year. You you can get that production right now. You're not sure if you're going to get DeAndre Swift fully healthy, all his carries this week or next week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's that's kind of a, a good ballpark where to start. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested as a seller. Mm, interesting. Us coming to an agreement on a deal? <laughs> yeah. Shocking. So tell me, who's your guy that's mm, meh right now? Mm-hmm. But you might try and buy, though. Um, I'm not sure if I'm buying because I sold him once already this year. But a, a guy whose value, you know, isn't at its peak right now, Miles Sanders. You're the Eagles expert here. Um, he had that one big week this week, but the rest of the year he's kind of been pretty average. You know, maybe high end two, maybe a low end two, ten points, fifteen, whatever. Um, do you think he's going to be a consistent fifteen a week back the rest of the year? as an Eagles fan, or do you think he's going to have his up and downs? It's such a, it's, it's such a unique offense. Um, it's taken many different shapes throughout the year. I think the biggest problem with him is he's not getting very many catches. Um, he's not, he's not getting those like screens. He's not getting the, that level of, of play. They're running less of those plays in general. So, or when they're running screens, they're going to Goddard or, or Devontae Smith. Like, that's how they're running it right now. So, that being said, he is an electric talent. I think he could, I think he could break one, but he's not going to be a top 12 guy. You know, if you need, if you need an RB2, like, he could be that dude for you. I don't think he's going to win you your league. Um, so, if you have Miles Sanders, are you trying to do a two for one to maybe upgrade your running back or? I think that's that's probably the route I would I would look to go. Yeah. Um, not you're not really looking for a one for one swap here, right? The big thing with him though is he just finished his buy, so you've got him the rest of the year. That's like a I, I think people sleep on the value associated with having the buy already pass for an individual. Absolutely. Um, so he's got his bypass. He's in. He's the best offensive line. The offensive line's getting healthy. 
go get him if you like him. But realistically, if you can trade up and get a, a top, let's say a top 15 guy, I think he's, I think he's well worth it. Honestly, we talk about a Travis Etienne. Like if you can make that move and leverage that uncertainty mm-hmm. to get him, they're going to be, I think that's a, a move. You, would you like to try to upgrade from Miles Sanders to Damian Pierce by throwing in a wide receiver two-ish? Mm. I, do people, are people getting rid of Damian Pierce? No, I mean, but like, say you have Miles Sanders, I don't know. I guess Miles Sanders wants to go up to Damian Pierce, but if you own Damian Pierce and you only have to go down to Miles Sanders, like Damian Pierce, he's he's been really good so far, but are you like that confident the whole year Houston and him are going to put up 6, 17, 20 fantasy points each week at the running back position? Yeah. I don't know if I would trade Damian Pierce for him. I, I, just the usage is so crazy. Not high. not straight up. I'm saying sure. like Damian Pierce plus oh, like sorry. Yeah, plus Amari Cooper. Deontay Johnson. No, Deontay Johnson is not worth anything. <laughs> he should be on your waivers. Averages 11 targets a game. He only has averages <laughs> four catches a game. Yeah. He's just not that dude in the Pittsburgh offense this year because no one is that dude yet. <laughs> but we we got a lot of shares in him, so they're gonna turn it around. Yeah, I buy all the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I think it's time to to see if we can get some guests invited in here. Um, well, I'm ready. Right, I think can just go. I'll just scream the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's winning this. Easily yeah. right now. <laughs> He's off to a, a, a hot start. All right, Keaton, fellas. All right. Keaton, I have a whole I have an issue with your trade. <laughs> all right, okay. let's start it up. It's wanna talk trash. Woo! Yeah. Tell us all your right. issue. Alright, Keaton, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Honestly. Like, who the fuck is Trey McBride? <laughs> and you want me to give up. Tyler Boyd, the number 17 wide receiver in fantasy for a guy who looks like he should be at a frat house gang raping a sorority girl. (laughs) That is what Trey McBride looks like. Yeah, I I never even heard of that guy till today. Today. Wait, that was the trade? He was the highest. Look him up. Look him up. He was the highest traded or highest drafted tight end this past season. He looks like Bradley Cooper's character in Wedding Crashers. That's what he would be. Wow. Bradley Cooper was in Wedding Crashers? Yeah. He's yeah. like the, the hoity-toity boy. Wait, wait. So he was oh, trying he crashes. was trying to sneak in a Tyler Boyd trade without you thinking he that uh, Jamar Chase got oh. injured today, huh? Oh, no. He wasn't going to play him. He wasn't going to yeah. line him up. No, I, no, that's a worse trade than losing Braden and Garrett to Spain and we get Keaton for an hour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shots are fired. This man is talking trash. Wow, I'm getting dominated. Um, I'm glad I'm not playing either of you because the power of one attack trash is very, very real. Now, I got to be honest. I I screwed up last week. I knew that Braden won and I accidentally said that Garrett did. It won't happen again. Really, whoever wins this battle always goes on to win. You know, the true winner is made yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I look at our rosters, and I feel like it's pretty cut and dry who's going to win. 
All right, walk us through. Why do you think you're going to win? Well, Justin thinks it's 2018 because he's playing James Conner and Zeke Elliott. <laughs> and, and he's playing Kyle Pitts. Oh. Kyle he, Pitts? He's been Kyle a pretty... Pitts has scored one touchdown in America in two years. <laughs> How many he has, he's been a pretty dark pit ever since I got him. I will not lie about that's true. I don't I don't know though. It goes pretty much in line with your whole team since we drafted this dynasty team two years ago, because I think you've been in rebuilding mode since draft day. Rebuilding mode? I, I went for it. I, I went for it on the last trade deadline, and this is still what my roster looks like. What happened after you sold all of your picks at the deadline? He oh, sold all my picks? Trade. Oh, yeah, immediately. I think since then I've gone three and nine. Since <laughs> I mortgaged the future, I've gone three and nine. Sounds about right. You're also yeah. playing Robert Woods, who hasn't been relevant since Trey McBride was actually in college. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I know we're going to sit here and trash talk, but it would take a minor mirror. It would take Lamar Jackson putting up 45 points for me to get a win this week. And he could tonight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Jesse's on a losing streak. I, yeah. Maybe I your time is now, Justin. I won last week. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're one and one then? <laughs> one and one over your last two. I lost to Braden because Braden puts up his best week of the season every time he faces me. I think Jesse's uh, vulnerable. I need you to take your shot, Justin. Okay. Okay, I can do that. I mean, I just need Lamar Jackson to have, you know, he can Lamar it, right? That's fine. I need Joe Mixon to actually get a touchdown. Uh, James Conner, same thing. My wide receivers, I've got Diggs. He can go for like 30 at any point. All right, look, I'm starting to talk myself into this. It's going to happen. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think you've got a very good roster. We didn't even go through my roster. No one cares, Mr. I'm stuck in a deep well somewhere. Go get a dog to save me. <laughs> it, is, it is quite the void over here. <laughs> I, I don't know where I am. It's dark. Uh, can you speak up? Yeah, I can. Sorry, sorry. I have my phone muffled because I have both. I have both hands down my pants. <laughs> Looking at your roster. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Sure. Kelsey is on by. Sure. But I have Keaton's favorite player, Travis Boyd or Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's his favorite player. I got him going. Cooper Cup's a stud. Tyree Kill. I mean, he's good for two hundred yards because he's got two a tongue in my vulva back. Jesus. And Gabe Davis, Dalvin Cook, he's going to get like three touchdowns versus Arizona. Damian Pierce, this whole league fucked up when they let him drop to me. I mean, it's it's over. I've got this league in a bag. And I got I, – I, and if I look at – I'm already looking ahead one week, and I got Keaton. I'm looking ahead. I'm not even bothering with Justin. I got Keaton wow. next week. Hmm. Jesus, this is now, worse. You, this is a worse roast than when you gave the best man speech at my wedding. Yeah, that was a legendary speech. <laughs> Thank you. Now it sounds like you're in first place, Jesse, in Dynasty. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, well, I have I have the most points scored. By that wasn't the question. A hundred and twenty-five. He's, he, J- he, did he, you hear that question, Justin? He's he's treating this as though we're having an election debate. 
Hey, quit skirting around the question and answer it, please. I am not in first place, but it's not where you are in week seven or week eight, whatever fucking week we're in. It's where you are you're, at the end. You're technically tied for third. I mean. What? Can you read standings? Because you clearly can't read player rankings with that fucking trade proposal you sent. I still uh, don't know who Trey McBride is. You have not answered this. Is he is he like the de facto fourth tight end for Arizona, but he really he just plays special teams? He's like that last guy on the field goal formation that doesn't end up actually blocking anybody. <laughs> It's a fair assessment. Can I get fantasy <laughs> points for that? Because that'd be great. Um, Sorry, I'm so sorry. back to the wanna talk trash. Yeah, I think he stunned him there. But I think he was focusing so hard on trying to hear you that it was all just sounded like me, 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 me. I mean, also, I didn't realize that Keaton was undefeated. Well done, man. I just realized that. And yeah, six and one in our league, but should be seven and zero. Oh. Handed Eckler. <laughs> he was gifted Eckler, who who struggled for the first couple weeks. You were a little nervous, and now he's a beast. I mean, I traded Khalil Herbert, who looks as good as advertised, and a first round pick. And a first round pick. Yeah, it's fine. Now it's did he draft Traylon Burks? That was a mistake. Jesse, Jesse. Yeah. I need wide receiver help. I will give you for Tyler Boyd, Isaiah Likely. Who who will you give me? Isaiah Likely. Oh my god. <laughs> I that trade is highly unlikely. Oh. You see what I did there? That's called yep. a pun. It's too easy. Very easy. Now which but backup tight end would you rather have? for a strong wide receiver two in Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you got to choose one of our two trade proposals. You have to accept tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I give you a list of things I'd rather do? Yes. Yeah. Please do. I would rather pluck out my own pube hairs and give my son a mustache. <laughs> Your newborn baby Milo? Yes, baby Milo. He could wow. easily rock a mustache with my pew. <laughs> and I'd rather do that. Wow. I would I would also I would also rather hot glue my nutsack to the ground and then have my dog defecate on my head. <laughs> what the hell? How, who thinks how would of that work? Oh how would it work? Physics. Physics, that's how it would work. Would your dog have to jump over you? He's got a pretty big dog. My dog, is, my dog is tall. He's a husky. He's pretty tall. Hmm. It, it doesn't sound pleasant either way. Well, it's better than the trade offers I was given. <laughs> Great point. Great point. But, wow. fellas, we need to circle this back. Um, fantasy, yes, Jesse's favored. Justin only needs Lamar to have a 50-point week. Um, but I've got an even more important question. Um, and I need either of you to to be brutally honest. Well, since you Let can actually hear me, I'll be honest. You can go first, Justin. I'll let you go Thank first. you. Well, let me caveat this, because this is really what's going to determine who wins Want to Talk Trash, in my opinion. Go ahead, Zach. Okay. This is big All stuff. Right. 
Jesse, Justin, whoever wants it first, better take it. Who is the better looking twin? Oh, God, it's not even close, Zach. Are you kidding? Absolutely me. Did you see me on my wedding day? Oh. Oh. I I have no words for it. I was really nervous for Justin on his wedding day because I know that he got sized for that suit months beforehand, and I was nervous because he didn't try it on the day before. (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) So he's been lifting. Just, just yeah, it's all Justin it's all great. muscle. Justin yeah, he's in the cultivating mass stage. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great twin for me because he's the perfect example I need to eat healthy. I know exactly what would happen if I just let it all go. Now you're skirting the question again, Jesse, because it was who's better looking, and, and I immediately said it was me. on his mass. Well, and I immediately said it was me. My cheekbones. So there's that. No. I'm the better. I guess I'm close. It's still my wedding month. You have to be nice to me. Yeah, how is married life going for you? Have you realized well, that everything dries up, and I mean everything? <laughs> no, it's going great. It's that yet? No, it's going great. It's going great. It's only been two weeks. That's good. That's good. Why do you keep getting off topic? Why can't you stay? You're so. Blue collar, you can tell. You don't know how to go in structure. You don't know how to start with a linear line and a finish. All right, stick with it. All right, stay on topic here, please. I, Your I collar is showing. A, I have had a really, really rough day. Okay, and I'm supposed to do playtime with Milo after this, and I cannot be bringing this energy to him. So I'm trying to get it out now. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. You still didn't answer the question. Have you guys realized he still hasn't answered the question? Okay. Uh. I, I, I am absolutely the most handsome man because I got married first. She just could not wait to spend the rest of her life with me. So, there oh, you tricked that. her. Oh, you also, tricked her. Also, as stated in the past, I hogged all the placenta juice and got the good looking jeans. I think I there is science there. No, I don't think there is science there. No, Zach, I was about to say, I don't think that science backs that up. I was goggling that shit up like a Capri Sun. <laughs> Jesus. That's graphic. Very graphic. I didn't need yeah. that. It's, it sounds like maybe Jesse got the better looking genes and the higher metabolism genes here. Yeah. Woo! Um, I got the high IQ genes uh, and, the work e- and the work ethic. You know, those are good ethic. things. I mean, but, yeah. I do not have much of a work ethic, that's for sure. But <laughs> we, you and I are both in two fantasy football leagues, and I am number one in both leagues. And you're, <laughs> like, middle of the pack, maybe. Yeah. So who's, it's per- who's high IQ now? Well, hey, which league deep. are you number one in? I'm number one in our other league. Keaton, we are done talking about you. We are I was actually going to give you a quick compliment. Oh, please do. I just want to say congrats on the sex, because you've at least had it once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Justin doesn't, Justin can't day. claim that. Yeah, it was a wonderful day for me, for sure. I really enjoyed that day. I have no, uh, I have no rebuttal to that. Oh, I've <laughs> really enjoyed this day. I've really enjoyed you fellas coming on, talking trash, 
coming out hot. But it's time to wrap up here, and we gotta we gotta let the fans know who won this battle. Keaton, I think that you know they both made a compelling case, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a winner here, and there's a Zach, loser. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's tough. To my side. Usually no. winners don't beg. And I hear some begging. I'm not begging. I'm just down. I'm just directing. I'm not begging. Oh, I I'm with you. Yeah. It's unfortunate for the rest of the world. But tonight the winner is Justin. Yes. Yes. We could actually hear him. He can talk over you. We already told you. The loudest wins. Stuck in a well, and I'm being judged. You are. <laughs> Sorry you but. had a bad day at work. Sorry you had a bad night battling Justin. But we wish you the best of luck the rest Thank of the year boys. going forward, both of you. I appreciate I appreciate this prestigious award. I'll uh, I'll be there in person next week to accept my trophy. Um, okay. just thank you so much to both of you and, and best of luck on your, your fantasy weekends. Really, truly. Thanks. Uh, you just stand up guys. Wow. Really nice guy. Wow. Yeah. That's a gracious winner. I can't imagine if Jesse would have won, which he wasn't even close, what he would have said. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to hear him. Here's what True. I will say. I wasn't, I came in hot at Keaton and I had a burn for Zach, but I decided to hold off on it. But now I'm going to let it fly. No, Zach, the show's over. Zach, Did you hear that part? Like, Zach looks like Zach Taylor, but if he got hit with a frying pan 18 times. What the hell? Jesus. The worst part about that is, is that you invested time in coming up with that. <laughs> <laughs> time that's, a never Trey, that's a Trey McBride type joke. Wow. So now you admit it. Now you admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, we'll have you back later in the year. Um, Are you sure? Maybe. I don't know. If the fans hate it, we definitely won't. Okay. All right. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Tanner what his thoughts were. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for coming in, guys. All right, bye, guys. Bye. All right, see you guys. Bye. I gotta climb out of this well. <laughs> All right, we did it. We 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 finally got to to hear the twin showdown that that everyone's been talking about. That was electric. All right, well, I think it's time to get to our stone cold picks of the week, and uh, we've got a couple of special guests calling in from Spain, Garrett and Braden. Uh, can I have you guys walk us quickly through your start, sit, sleeper? This week? Hey, yay. Happy to be here. Let's go. International pod. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a little late, but we're here. And I'll start off with my start. Tony Pollard, baby. Zeke, most likely out this week. Tony Pollard finally gets the full carries. Man, this is going to be great. Especially if this is a multi-week thing. But enjoy it while it lasts. Tony Pollard, start of the week. No-brainer. Lock it in. Zeke was actually deemed out today. Ooh. Even better. <laughs> Tony Pollard, <laughs> start of the week. Braden, who you got? I'm going to go with Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's been a rough it's been a rough year so far for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense, but it's really tough to completely count out the GOAT and with such great receivers, such a 
tough or not tough. Uh, the the Baltimore Ravens defense has been really rough overall as far as their secondary. So I, I think Chris Godwin can have a good game this week. So I'm 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 going all in. I'm I'm banking on the Buccaneers making a rebound here. So Braden back Godwin. to his own guy. Classic Braden. <laughs> Little biased. <laughs> I like it. Keaton, who you got? James Conner slash Eno Benjamin. Okay. Um, obviously, James Conner's carried a injury designation for feels like the entire season. Um, Minnesota Vikings defense, very solid. Um, you clearly saw something different with the Cardinals offense in total. I think that they will score a lot of points between the two of them. And, uh, and there's a good shot that he finally gets into the end zone, whoever that he is um, as leading the charge in that backfield. So, Ranked um, RB29 slash 32. I feel good about them. Yeah, I mean, I hope the Vikes figured things out coming out of the bye and we, we show up on defense a little bit. But my start of the week, um, he's got probably the best matchup. It's Raheem Mostert at Detroit. Detroit's just been getting run all over this year. He's ranked RB16 this week, coming off a 19-point performance against Pittsburgh. Um, it's easy money. Totally agree. Garrett, who you got as your sit this week? <laughs> Aaron Jones. He's playing Buffalo. Uh, really tough run D. Um, definitely not going to see 10 targets again. Uh, I, I think the Pole Packers uh, offense is going to have a rough time, just like they have all season. Just traded for the Bills D, so kind of rooting for this on my own uh, personal gain as well. You don't uh, see a trade for a defense in, in, or in fantasy very often. It's 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 quite rare, but uh, there there were two guys I had to drop this week, no matter what. And it's like might as well pick a defense I can start the rest of the season. So it was a, it was a no brainer for me. Uh, but th- this week, Aaron Jones, no bueno. All right, <laughs> way, way to bring in that Spanish influence, <laughs> Braden. Who's your sit this week? I'm going to go with, I love the guy to death, and I'm rooting for him, but I'm going with Damian Pierce. Um, he's rated very highly this week, and rightfully so in general. I think he's a great talent, but this Tennessee Titans run defense has been a lot tougher than they were giving credit for. I, I don't think the touchdowns are going to be there. I, I think he's, he could have a great yardage day, but overall, based on where he's ranked, I think he's a sit. Bold, love it. Keaton? Um, this one's tough because he's ranked RB5, uh, so it's a little bit of a reach. I don't know if you would ever sit him, per se, but I do not think you should expect him to win your league this week. Alvin Kamara. Um, I watched the entirety of the first good Thursday night football game last week uh, against the Cardinals, and it seemed, although garbage time does still count in fantasy, they just could not get him the ball until it was the very last minute and really was just dump-offs um, that he was getting 10, 12 yards on. So still counts, not knocking him, but I just don't see. I think the Raiders are in a much different position. Uh, it's going to be a much closer game, and for some reason, again, they just could not figure out a way to get him the ball. So yeah. temper expectations. He hasn't had a touchdown all year, and uh, that trend might continue. Um, my sit of the week, I, I hated this. I think I've gotten my sits of the week wrong the last three weeks. So, mm-hmm. again – Grain of salt. This guy, this pick is wrong. But Debo Samuel at the Rams. He's ranked wide receiver 12 this week. Um, and, but he's, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. He was pulled out at the end of last week's game. He's been out of practice Wednesday, Thursday. But it means probably still going to play. 
Um, but the last time he played the Rams just went off on Monday night football for a, a 20 plus point week. And he's totally capable of that. I just don't think with his hamstring injury, they're on by next week. Um, like the following week, I think maybe they just take a little bit of the load off Debo and, uh, and give it to other guys. So, um, I last oh, that pick so much. Yeah, I know, dude, I told you <laughs> it's, it's a bad pick. <laughs> I think that offense is trying to get up to speed. Um, it was an interesting one. That's all I can leave you with. I'm sorry. All right. Well, tell us, who's your sleeper this week? Uh, Deonta Foreman. Man, the Panthers ran all over the Bucks last week. Had to be the most shocking thing of the week by far. But, I mean, this offense is just straight trash. But if they can continue to run the ball well, then you're going to have at least one good running back out of this backfield. And possibly, too. Um, I don't necessarily think that Shuba is going to be out this week or maybe even limited. He's, no, he's um, pretty limited. He, he, was in a, he was in a boot today at, at practice. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Great no, news. Foreman could be good. <laughs> uh, I, I like Deonta Foreman this week. Atlanta's run defense is, uh, is, is, nothing, to, uh, is, is nothing great. So um, I, I, I think that both these guys will have success. I think Foreman's going to get... Uh, more of the carries um, it, within the 20s. I think he's going to get a touchdown this week. I think he's going to be a good flex play. I don't love that pick. I don't love that you're picking Carolina and Atlanta players. But, Braden, I, I think I like your pick a little bit more. Who's your sleeper? Well, this wasn't because just because it's on my team again. This is a legitimate <laughs> pick. But uh, I, I believe DJ Moore is going to have a great week. You saw... With McCaffrey gone, you saw that this the targets consolidate to DJ Moore. Um, also, Baker in the past has shown he goes to different receivers, but PJ Walker fixates on the number one guy, and that's DJ Moore. So you get you're facing Atlanta, one of the worst secondaries in the league or defenses in general. I, I think DJ Moore is gonna have a big day. Me and Brady are strong in this Carolina game. <laughs> He had a rough year, and he had one good week, and now people are ready to anoint his ass again. Especially against AJ Terrell. Hey, it ain't a, it's not a start. It's a sleeper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've had a lot of discussions over this guy. Oh, man, have we? Antonio Gibson is my sleeper of the week. I own him, and it's not just why I believe that. If you watch the game – he gets touches. Um, clearly, Brian Robinson is the lead back. You called that. We all saw it coming. The writing was on the wall. They are not just fading Antonio Gibson by any means. He's still one of their best playmakers that they have. He's been consistent for the last couple of years. He's ranked RB39 right now. I think if you're in a tough flex spot, um, he is going to get a, a healthy share of touches against a, a very modest defense. Um, Indian, Indianapolis is not doing anything special or lighting the world on fire. So I think that they're going to, I think he's going to get touches. Bold because I picked from the same team ranked RB 25 this week, Brian Robinson at Indy. Um, they've just gotten torched by Tennessee and Jacksonville and Brian Robinson out touches Antonio Gibson. Um, I think that Brian Robinson's going to get 80 yards and a touchdown. I don't know if Antonio Gibson does. Do you think you want to stake a claim on which guy scores more points this week? Well, <laughs> if we want to go points per touch, then that might be a, a worthy a worthy <laughs> bet. Um, I think at this point, Brian Robinson is, again, it's still the guy, but they were lining Antonio Gibson up in the slot. They lined him up at the X. 
They give him handoffs, um, and he still has been really effective. He's actually probably been more effective in a limited role. Um, so we can talk about this bet offline, but on a yards per touch or fantasy point per touch, I would be open to that conversation. All right, and then all four of us quick. Uh, we always do a unique pick of the week this week. What flex position player is going to score between 9.5 and 10.5 points this week? I wanted to say 10 exactly, but that's too hard. So someone who's going to score around 10 points this week. Um, everyone just give me one answer quick. Garrett? Mr. 9.5 to 10.5, Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Braden? <laughs> Damian Pierce. I got Najee Harris. And Keaton, you got? Michael Pittman. If he doesn't get a touchdown, I really like that pick. I feel like he's like a PPR 10-point guy. Sam Ellinger, time to slang it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, crazy. All right, and then before we we get into the the best part of this podcast, we got to do our our dank flex plays. Just quick rapid fire. Uh, We're going to name a flex player in uh, five different games, and you tell me who you got this week. Garrett, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Broncos at Jags, Cortland Sutton or Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk. Cardinals at Vikings, Rondale Moore or Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. Patriots at Jets, Jacoby Myers or Michael Carter? Michael Carter. Giants at Seahawks, Daniel Jones or Geno Smith? I'm flipping on you, Zach. Daniel Jones. Oh, Bengals at Browns, Tyler Boyd or Amari Cooper? This is disrespectful. Amari Cooper, the wide receiver 12 on the season. Oh, so, damn someone near. doesn't follow the Jamar Chase news out for four to six weeks. Damn near 18 points per game at home. Amari Cooper is the starter. Monday night. We'll see. All right, Braden, are you ready? Yes. Broncos at Jags, Cortland Sutton or Christian Kirk? Cortland Sutton. Cardinals at Vikings, Rondell Moore or Adam Thielen? I said Rondale earlier, but I'm going to go Adam Thielen, actually. Oh, Patriots at Jets, Jacoby Myers or Michael Carter? Jacoby Myers. Giants at Seahawks, Daniel Jones or Geno Smith? Danny Dimes. And Bengals at Browns, Tyler Boyd or Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper, although I think this is a lot closer than Garrett gave it credit for. He's just an Amari Cooper stan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to go through your picks here quick, Keaton? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> let's let's get going. All right, Broncos at Jags, Cortland Sutton or Christian Kirk? Cortland Sutton. Cardinals at Vikings, Rondell Moore or Adam Thielen? You got to go Thielen. All right, Patriots at Jets, Jacoby Myers or Michael Carter? Michael Carter. Giants at Seahawks, Danny Dimes or Geno Smith? Danny Dimes just because of rush yards. Okay, and then Bengals at Browns, Tyler Boyd or Murray Cooper? I'm going Tyler Boyd. I don't care how disrespectful it is. <laughs> I love it. Um, Braden, you want to, or uh, Keaton, you want to walk me through? Yeah, of picks? course. Uh, Broncos, Jags, Sutton, Kirk. Christian Kirk. Okay. Cardinals, Vikings, Ronald Moore, uh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Mm, that seems like a pander. <laughs> Patriots, Jets, Jacoby Myers, Michael Carter. Uh, I flip-flop as well. I'm going Jacoby Myers. Love it. Uh, Giants, Seahawks, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. Danny Dimes across the board. Bengals, Browns, Tyler Boyd, Amari Cooper. Easiest pick of the week, Tyler Boyd. Love that pick. (laughs) Lock (laughs) it in. Easiest pick. (laughs) Thanks for calling in from Spain, boys. 
I hope you're having a, a fun trip. I mean, it's only thanks, been a day or two. <laughs> thanks for holding down the fort. Ho- hopefully, we'll be able to call in next week. Um, you start any later, probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is kind of the peak. Uh, but hey, we, we appreciate you guys uh, taking this over. You guys are going to do a great job. Want to talk trash? Going to be elite tonight. Oh, it already awesome. was. Uh, but the cereal that we're about to try is about to blow some people's <laughs> minds. So Ship some of that over. That. But I also, only have a few words to say. I have to say muchas gracias and hasta luego. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Culture. Um, I would like to make a quick request. Por <laughs> favor. If, uh, if you guys are going to join next week, I'd like more inebriation. Um, <laughs> at least seven to nine shots. Minimum. So you're thinking New York last year when we called in. <laughs> we want we need Correct. a New York level, uh, but okay. Spanish. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, New York you, level, you, but you, Spanish. <laughs> we can make well, that happen, deal, guys. We we, we 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 did try to pick up edibles today. Ooh. We go in, we're like, this is the real stuff. It's like, yep, it's CBD. So uh, it just <laughs> makes your body deli- a little bit more relaxed. I guess <laughs> Did, didn't deliver, but that's all right. Oh, how was your siesta? Siesta is phenomenal, phenomenal. Much needed. Did you actually take one? Every day so far. Hey. I like these guys. It's more of a power nap. It's not a three-hour thing. It's like 30 minutes. It's almost like you didn't even know what happened. You wake up and you're ready to go and you get more tapas. Love that. Well, fellas, it's like 1 a.m. your time, so I don't know what you're still doing up in your room. Get out there. Get at the bars. Spaniards don't even begin to have dinner until 4 (laughs) a.m. Exactly. (laughs) Well, enjoy your night, fellas. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you, guys. Later, boys. It was an honor. A pleasure. We miss you. you. We finally made it, Keaton. We're done. We're through. The football. Yeah, we're through. the. Well, we didn't talk about Vikings. You're right. We can talk about Vikings and Eagles while we are in the munchies. You know? That's what gets you good idea. So we're going to grab some milk. We've got all kinds of cereal here. It's go time. All right, Keaton. You've started without me with a little uh, pizza, it looks like. But uh, tonight for the munchies on the the cereal extravaganza, we have a lineup of some of the most classic, flavorful, constantly good, top-tier cereals. I don't see a bad one out here, really. Uh, But we're going to find out if combining them makes them better mm-hmm. um my lifelong hmm, combination of cereal that i've always had is life and apple jacks we got them here tonight it's the classic the go-to i crush these together all the time but we've also got reese's puff honey nut cheerios raisin bran honey bunches of oats fruit loops waffle crisp golden grams and oops all berries <laughs> <laughs> Um, we I'm might sure. not even get to all these. Yeah, it's a lot, and we'll we'll obviously take bites, and we'll we'll give some breakdowns. We we did address what we think we found was the holy grail, in my opinion. Yeah, and I didn't get the cinnamon toast crunch here today because okay. we already know that it's where it stands, and if we need to taste it again, we can. But yeah, that waffle crisp cinnamon toast crunch combination, top tier. Now this is the real waffle crisp. Yes. This is name brand. Stuff. This is name brand. They, they brought it back after like four years of being discontinued. Hmm. 
first, should we start it out with the classic? I want to know. Yeah, you've 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 introduced this concept to me, and I haven't had it. So, so I would prefer about forty percent Apple Jacks to sixty percent Life. Okay. But that's just uh, you know, a a lifelong testing of this method to get the perfect combination. You're the master here. This is your your domain. Probably should have poured two bowls. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, we'll learn as we go. Yep. Do you have a certain cereal or a milk amount you'd like? I always go for a lot. I like you go a lot. I'll go soggy on all my cereals. Now I used to like the soggy cereal. I'm more and more in love with just a, a nice crunchy crunchy crisp. cereal and reloading the bowl instead yeah and the thing is life gets soggy quickly so you you have to like eat it fast if you don't want to get that sog but i'm trying to grab an even bite here mm. okay you get that that classic applejack flavor but then the, the hominess of the life brings it all together. Mm-hmm. What I like about this, which is one of my favorite things with life in general, is it's just a base. It's, mm-hmm. it's never, it's not a fail. It'll never let you down. Never. And anything you introduce to it, it just this is like that experience. It's like Derek Fisher in the fourth quarter for the Lakers. Mm. Mr. Clutch, Mr. Overliable. Never fails. Never going to score more than 11 points, but right. those 11 are going to get you where you're trying to go. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not going to be mad you got those 11 points. No way. We poured a lot. Yeah, I think the bowls are going to have to be a little bit smaller because <laughs> I'm sure on the podcast probably sounds like we're eating a lot. It's not that much, but... <laughs> With the Listen, cereal that's in front of us. We don't have Justin's metabolism. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's metabolism. <laughs> oh, we'd sorry. Be, yeah, we'd be super skinny then, according to him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to queue up another one of these. Well, let's do the fruit one. I want to okay. go fruit. I want to go fruit off the bat here on the follow. Absolutely. So, what'd you think, Keaton? You know, I, I do. I really like that. I think I think Applejack's a slept on cereal in, in general. Um, it should never be anybody's number one. No, but it's a very solid cereal. Yeah, it's like a solid B. Honestly, I think you could probably put any of these cereals, even the fruit ones, with the life, and it would be it would be good. It'd be a, a seven point two minimum. Bowls Listen, I eat a lot in this segment. Okay. Oh, bonus loop, bonus loop. Zach has an entire bowl of cereal at this point. <laughs> it looks so good. I just had some crunch berries last week, so that, mm, oh, it really inspired me. I was like, I got to add crunch berries to something. Now, this looks like something you would buy out of a box. This is crazy. Kids would love this. This is a fruit explosion. <laughs> Absolutely. Now... The crunch berries are a little softer than the Fruit Loops, not by a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's good, but is it great? I'm gonna be honest. This is a waste of time. I rather just eat <laughs> Loops all berries. I'm the same way. I every Fruit Loop I taste, not 
it's not what I want. I just want more oops. It's berries. a waste of mouth space mm-hmm. for more berries. Thankfully, I poured a lot more berries in my bowl. Yeah, that was a good move by you. Um, the ratio here, 100 to zero. Just get oops all berries. <laughs> just buy the fruit loops, throw them out. <laughs> yeah. You don't need them shits. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to just, just disparage fruit loops like that, but if I'm going to have a fruit-based cereal, just give me the elite fruit-based cereal. Yeah. Oops all berries, man. What now, a cereal. Here's what would have been a good compromise here the yellow just straight up captain crunch yeah. with fruit loops which would have just been crunch berries <laughs> so crunchy but with worse worse berries correct <laughs> but at least it would have felt a little more normal yeah all right um that one i'm gonna give a i'm gonna give the crunch berries a nine one and the fruit loops added makes it a 6.4 yeah. Because it was disappointing. I would say that the Crunch Berries alone, probably, or the Oops All Berries, probably a 10 out of 10, combined with uh, Fruit Loops, like a like a 2.5 out of 10. No. I, it's, the Fruit Loops are so bad in comparison. Yeah, they were just completely distracting me from what I actually wanted. Oh, now you're going to go Reese's Puffs Angle. Golden Golden Golden. Golden. Okay. I think I should have opened these before we got on the pod. Absolutely. I'm not like a milk drinker with my cereal, though. I always have a little milk oh, left over. I've got big time issues with that. Look, you're missing a whole another experience. Yeah, but it's just extra sugary calories that I don't need. That's what you're worried about <laughs> after consuming three bowls of cereal? Is the want, sugary calories the milk? extra sugar calories. I've already had too many calories. I don't need more from the milk. Okay. Whoa! 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 Oh my! Whoa! I'm about to cry. It's it's actually that fucking good. God damn! We did it. We did it again. We did it a second time. Immediate. I haven't even had a second bite. (laughs) The first bite was so good. Zach's actually close to tears right now. Yeah. I have oh, no regrets. Damn. I can't wait for bite number two. I've been sitting with this one in my spoon just keeping it loaded. I got it on me. It's still so good. Oh, man. It's to think I would have never tried this if you didn't come on for the cereal extravaganza. This is nuts. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I got to throw this away. This is crazy. <laughs> this is too powerful. <laughs> this is too good. Oh, no, I'm done. <laughs> we should have waited on this one. This is this is the, the cereal to end all cereals. Man, this is... <laughs> I, I don't think I can eat another bite because I'm just going to cry while I eat it. This is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, this one is definitely a one seed when we make the bracket because yeah. against the Waffle Crisp and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I was would, also... I would love to see that in a final that's a championship matchup. game. But like the way that this team that I, is performing right here, right now, Golden Grams and Reese's Buffs. This hit my tongue. <laughs> I don't even know the... 
the emotions I felt. I'm literally crying. I can't contain myself. This is like, like how, like religions are born. Like I'm going through just a life changing experience. It's like the, I just felt. People say I feel like butterflies in their stomach. I had fireworks in my mouth. It was just explosion of flavor. Wow. This was crazy. This was crazy. I need a palate cleanser now for sure because I'm I've spoiled all other cereals. I feel so bad for whatever cereal we we try next, unless it contains at least Reese's Puffs or Golden Grams. Maybe that's what we have to do. We got to go like a step down from this current combination. Mm. These are the two best cereals that I could possibly imagine. Oh yeah. So maybe we just combine a lower cereal with one of these to like. Work our way back. Yeah, like a telecom situation. Yes. If, you, if you're familiar with the that movie. Have you seen that documentary? Blackfish? Yes. Very sad. But all whales come from one whale. All, all combos of cereal. This is true. This is like whale. the mother and the father of cereals. This is crazy. Every other cereal has spun off of, of these two. That's where the lineage is. They're like the Targaryen dynasty. I have to throw this bowl away. <laughs> this bowl right I here. I might just sign it. This then... is egg on the conqueror's bowl. <laughs> I need, I'm going to palate cleanse with this piece of crust. Smart. Because. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Reese's Puffs that are carrying it. But, I mean, it's not carrying it because combined, they were better than either one alone. I didn't taste either one by themselves. True. Oh, man. Well, what's next here? Do you want to do the honey with the golden gram? Honey I'm going to do the, do the three P. Three P. I'm going to go honey bunch of oats. Love it. Golden grams. Yep. Waffle crisp. And waffle crisp. Okay. Oh, oh wow. If anything could top what we just had, I think that it could crisp be this. And golden gram by themselves would be elite top tier. That was unbelievable. It brought me to tears. Every time I hang out with someone, I'm just going to bring these two boxes of cereal. <laughs> hey, you might try them. <laughs> this smells good. Aesthetically, this one makes sense. It, it really looks, does. It looks like something you could buy. Wow. So you got the waffle crisp. You got the golden gram. You got the honey bunches of oats. And now you just got to get a bite that has all three. I'm ready. Okay. It's good. I got a second bite. I think it's better than original Honey Bunches of Oats. Yes. This one, the waffle crisp, or the uh, Golden Grams are getting overshadowed. Golden Grams are getting overshadowed. They're getting put into the back seat. The yep. waffle crisp itself. The waffle crisp is, I think, what's saving this cereal. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, real, well I think it's dominating. Yeah, I think it's kind of it's kind of carrying in a in a bulldozer type of fashion <laughs> yeah. which isn't a bad thing no because it's it's a top tier cereal but excuse me we're not at the same level as last cereal we have came back to earth yeah i'm i'm happy with this cereal mm -hmm. um but i know what what's possible in the world and <laughs> that's what makes this i can honestly say what 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 i know is true to be true in this world i'm never gonna make this bowl of cereal again because i know i could make something better that's a fact um i think the 
Again, the, the aesthetics of it were nice. The, the texture is elite, though. Yeah, the texture's on point. Yeah, because you got a lot of stuff going on here, and it's working. I bet you this milk would be fire. You would know nothing about that, but... No, I still got, like, like four spoonfuls of milk Are you still on the same milk? Yeah, I have not switched from any of my bowls. Okay, okay. Now... I've got a crazy idea after this. I love where you're at because I was about to throw out a crazy idea, so go. My crazy idea. There's only two cereals here that are a perfect circle, perfect sphere. That's Reese's Puffs and Oops All Berries. Literally what I was thinking. Let's go. I have no plans for this to be good, but I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to go new bowl so yeah. that way I don't reuse the milk. Zach, I think that <laughs> Zach's going full bowl. Full bowl deep. Oh, that may be too many. Okay. This is an insane idea. This is because you got very fruity, you got very peanut butter chocolatey. See, the chocolate's what kind of, but you got chocolate covered strawberries, you got yeah. peanut butter and jelly. You know, I'm, I'm waiting for you on this bite. I, I got to get dipped in my milk, and we got to we got to go at the same time. All right. Aesthetically, this is terrible. <laughs> it does not look good. So it looks like throw up. <laughs> it, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> okay okay i've already fixed the problem with this what get rid of the chocolate do just peanut butter crunch yes with hotel bear that will be unbelievable it tastes like peanut butter ice cream the regular peanut butter crunch Sure, just like any ice cream that's like peanut butter is one of the main flavors. Yeah. I feel like the berries give you that ice cream feel and the peanut butter gives you that peanut butter flavor. This chocolate needs to go. This The chocolate's holding the cereal back from its potential. It is. There's something to be had here, though. You could you could build a championship team with some of these components. The peanut butter and Nutella berries, I can promise. I, could, <laughs> I would bet a lot of money that that would be a contender. Now... <laughs> We've seen it a goat level cereal today, <laughs> and we saw one the last time I was on. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you want to talk about a strong two, three seed? Mm -hmm. You're gonna find one in there. But there's not a doubt in my mind that they could go on a Cinderella run. Not even Cinderella, you know, but just the three seed that wins the whole damn thing. Depending on the matchup. Now, here's the thing: if we do this bracket, we're gonna randomize. The, the order, the ma yeah, the matchups, because otherwise we already know who's going to be in the championship. Right. Cinderella run, I like that. I like an entire podcast just predicated on breaking down cereals with an audience. Now that sounds like an off season sort of sort of thing, mm -hmm. but I'm very down. The week, I, the week between the Super Bowl. Oh, there we go. Um, I liked it, and I think that if you found the right combination. Either like, like he said, just get the the peanut butter cup mm -hmm. puffs and mix those with the oops all berry. Or I think if you you just got the ratio better, it, it could go all the way, man. This is really good, very intriguing. Um, I think that that's that's all we got for you tonight. I think that's good for right now. I we found we found what we were looking for exactly. We found treasure. Yeah. X marks the spot. I cannot wait to have Golden Grams and Reese's Puffs again. Um, 
Thanks again to, to Jesse and Justin for Want to Talk Trash. Thanks to Garrett and Braden for calling in live from Spain with their picks. And uh, like Keaton mentioned um, earlier, he's going to be back here next week. We we uh, we got two weeks here to, to really earn your spot. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me. Um, it should be fun. Hopefully the hopefully the fans like a little a little change in it. Yeah. You did a great job hosting today, by the way. Appreciate that. You know, it's a tough job out there. Best host, best producer. I mean, probably best fan of Um well, yeah, there's a lot of things that are tough, but we, we just keep fighting. We move forward each each week and uh, we, we we hope for good good prayers to be answered from the fantasy gods. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you're Tom, in case you're an atheist, you don't believe in fantasy gods. <laughs> <laughs> You better start believing. <laughs> He's headed towards the buzzsaw. Exactly, exactly. Well, until next week, Keaton. Uh, later, dude.